0: Welcome to Letterboxd Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we are talking about, I wouldn't call it a series, but a third Colleen Hoover book, November 9th. And this book is a doozy, if I do say so. (laughs) No words can describe how I feel about this book. But um, anyway, we're going to have a talk about it. When Kenzie's ready, she will read the blurb as per normal, and we'll
1: get stuck into it. Fallon meets Ben, an aspiring novelist, the day of her scheduled cross-country move. Their untimely attraction leads them to spend Fallon's last day in LA together and her eventful life becomes a creative inspiration Ben has always sought for his novel. Over time and amidst the various relationships and tribulations of their own separate lives, they continue to meet on the same date every year. Until one day, Fallon becomes unsure if Ben has been telling her the truth or fabricating a perfect reality for the sake of the ultimate plot twist. Can Ben's relationship with Fallon and simultaneously his novel be considered a love story if it ends in heartbreak? Alright, the big question, Kenzie. Thoughts, feelings, emotions.
0: Mm. Before we get absolutely stuck into it. Anger. Anger? (laughs) Just anger. Honestly, same. I am angry and emotionally and morally (laughs) messed up. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. It's like it's it's a very off-putting type of way. It messed me up so much that I don't like it. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I liked the book. I It was a good read. But yeah, it messed me up. I don't know. <laughs> Confused. Conflicted. I would advise if you have read Ugly Love first, you should do that. Because there is a f- a- some references and but characters. Mine do. I didn't click straight away. No, yeah, I suppose it could be subtle, like, it depends what you read first, comment the complete (laughs) Colleen Hoover crossover event, (laughs) like, yeah, that's happening, so if you haven't read Ugly Love, I suppose it doesn't really matter, I don't recall any sort of information like, that seeped from that book into this one, other than just like, the characters and relationships, so maybe you don't have to read Ugly Love, but I suppose, spoiler, Ugly Love characters are in this book, so... Do with that what you will. Um, honestly, we'll talk about that first, because it was a bit of a fleeting moment. This was my favourite part of the entire book. <laughs> Just having Ian, Tate and Miles there. Yeah. Like, it didn't even... When Ben was saying, oh, my older brother Ian, and I'm like, wait, hello? Is this the Ian from
1: Ugly Love? <laughs> I guess because yeah. you read them, like, back to back, didn't you? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think I read some books in between. So you just kind of forgot Ian's yeah, existence. Yeah, so I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember I messaged you, I'm like, Ian, is it the Ian? Tell me <laughs> take Miles is in there. And then, yeah, you, you confirmed it for me, which yeah. is good. But no, honestly, I loved it. I didn't, when, not a crossover I'd expect, but it also shows how messed up the like the, I guess, I know it's based in like a real modern world, but the, the fictional universe, like the men in these, are like go through so much. Because <laughs> could you imagine Miles and like Ben having a conversation and be like, "Oh, how had you and how'd you meet Tate?" It's like, "Oh, I um, <laughs> here's my story." And then Ben's like, "Oh, here's my story." They both get the girl in the end. Yeah, like, it's completely messed up. A little conference call, throw in Atlas and maybe Miles. Yeah. <laughs> like they could have a little boys' conference club. It was great. I like. I enjoyed that part. What about you? Did you have any thoughts about their involvement or appearance?
1: Uh, I, like, I was a bit blasé about it. I didn't really care. I thought it was cute, but I was like, like, unless you're going to connect the whole universe, then what? what, what is the point?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just probably just a nice little tidbit.
1: Mm, yeah, so I think it's hard to talk about the book without talking about specific plot in this one. Just in rip it off
0: like a band-aid. Yeah. Rip it off.
1: No, no, I'll start. So at, we're introduced to Fallon, um, and she's having lunch with her father. Um, it's, like, not a very good conversation. Like, she's mad at him, and then she finds out he's having a baby or getting married. Is it a baby or is he getting married?
0: I think it's a – I think it's married.
1: No, it's a baby. Okay,
0: yeah. I don't remember. But yeah.
1: well, anyway, it's something. It's irrelevant. Anyway, and she gets upset over something, goes to the bathroom, We learn that she's all scarred and burned on the left side of her body. Um, Anyway, and she comes back to... Oh, and her father is an actor, like a famous actor in LA, and she was a famous actress, but then she was in an accident where she got burned, so she couldn't act anymore because she uh, was deemed not attractive enough. Anyway, she's having this fight with her father in a restaurant, and then a boy comes over, puts his arm around her, and pretends to be her boyfriend.
0: Very suave and cute interaction. Until you know his intentions, yeah. That's <laughs> it's a really bold move. Yeah, very bold introduction, but it's it's unique. I quite liked it. I like it,
1: but like also, if someone did that to me in real life, I know you'd be like, huh? I'd be like, do not touch me. Yeah,
0: but I suppose you hear stories online of like people you know playing boyfriend girlfriend parts to kind of intimidate people or scare people off.
1: Yeah. But I've just been listening to a lot of true crime recently, so... (laughs) You don't trust nobody? I trust nobody.
0: That's fair. But, yeah, I feel like that situation definitely not uncommon in the real world. I would not imagine in front of, like, a father or a
1: parent. Yeah. But, but yeah, very bold. Anyway, it's a very mean situation. And then, I don't know, he asks her something, I don't know, about hanging out. And she's like, I'm moving to LA. Uh, No, she's in LA. She's like, I'm moving to New York. And they spend the rest of the day together. It's all very lovely. They um, like each other. They like each other and they decide to meet. Well, she says that, no, she's 18 and she says that her mum says that she can't fall in love until she's 23. So she, they decide for every day for the next five years that they're going to meet on this day. And they don't exchange exchange. Phone numbers or social media or anything—they just meet at this spot for the every day, every November ninth for the next five years until they're twenty-three.
0: but That puts a lot of trust in each other, especially in strangers. Cause, yeah, because yeah, the no phone numbers, no social media—the trust that they're gonna rock up. I thought the concept was really cute. Like, it's very—I think it's different. I don't think I've encountered like a meet this day every yeah every year or every few months or whatever. So. New concept to me. Logistics, again, yeah, seemed to put a lot of trust on the stranger that you just yeah. met, but not cute. The back end of this book, oh, it just messed, just messed me up. <laughs> While we're at it, let's just have a quick talk about the Fallon and her dad's relationship. Um, I've already forgotten his name. Is it Donovan? Probably. Something like that.
1: Yeah. I don't really care.
0: <laughs> yeah, neither what an asshole he is yeah like the last thing you do is to be putting down like your daughter's dreams like you'd be encouraging but i suppose it's a testament to who he is as a person because he said that he cheated on her mom and all that so yeah he didn't doesn't come across as a good father or a good person but yeah very bold for ben to just sweep right in so so of course with ben and fallon and their meets yearly meeting um, They have this sort of little arrangement slash bargain that they, or list homework, they call it, to complete, which is very weird to kind of dictate what people do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so Ben's anyway. an aspiring author. Oh, Jesus, what did I just do in the dark? So what, he just has to write some chapters or something?
0: He just wants to write a book. Yeah. Or he gets an idea because of this theme, the book in itself is like, it's like it's self aware of an actual romance novel. Like th- they talk about tropes and it happens. Mm. It's very, it kind of seemingly breaks the fourth wall, but it doesn't. Yeah. Which is really cool in that sense.
1: You're going to love
0: Verity. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Ben being a writer, he wants to write a book and Fallon's favorite genre is like romance and so he's like, all right, I will write a perfect romance novel, something yeah. like that. They give each other homework, although she doesn't really give him homework. He just has to write, but her homework is to like up her confidence.
1: Yeah.
0: In when she's in New York, so like go on dates, go on like five dates and like kiss two of them or three of them or something yeah. like that. It's like that's a little strange. In a year <laughs> be- as well, like I feel like yeah. five
1: in a year, like...
0: Like, she just moved to this place. She knows no one. I understand, you know, you've got to put yourself out there to make friends, let alone date people, but, like, to do yeah. that in a, your first year in a new place seems a little bit too much.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But, of course, you know, the next year they meet and Valen reveals she only dated a couple of people and only kissed, like, one of them or something like that, but yeah, that's all fine. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just a really... Looking back on it now, a very weird arrangement where mm. she has to, like essentially be become experienced in life while he just gets to mope around and write his book. Doesn't seem like a fair thing to do. Mm. So how's the first year
1: meeting up go?
0: Second meeting, Fallon is late and we all assume she never shows up. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought she wasn't going to show up. Yeah. But yeah, she's late for some reason, which we forget. And it turns out that she has to leave again in a few hours. So she only has about like five-ish hours with Ben. And I don't think they do much. They just hang around at his house and they just talk, really. Yeah. So just a little bit of relationship development there, which is cute. Um, nothing important happens. Oh.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I've just come across his thumb over the fabric covering my <laughs> nipple. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Okay. And then yeah, Fallon pulls the whole.
0: <laughs> I don't know your phone number. I could have called, even though that's part of their arrangement. It's all oh, yeah. that
1: miscommunication
0: trope yeah. or whatever. You know, it's.
1: Ugh. She meets his brother, and is this when he takes his brother takes him into the hallway and something is going on? So yeah, she catches Ben and Ian, um, like in oh, the hallway, okay. and Ian punches. Oh ben. yeah, that's right. Because An knows, he knows who it is. He knows. I
0: know <laughs> he knows. He knows.
1: I know. He and knows. And this is where we meet,
0: like Jordan and stuff as well, right? Because she's there, which is um, yeah, yeah. Kyle's misses. Oh, I actually hate the word Mrs. I don't know why I mm. said that. Girlfriend, <laughs> his girlfriend. Mm.
1: See, that's cute. Okay, so third November.
0: All right, I'm going to be really honest to the podcast. Kenzie and I are so unprepared that we're just skipping through the book just to revitalize our, our memories about what goes on.
1: Yeah, well, you can cut that bit out. <laughs> yeah, so that's very really true, but like,
0: I like transparency. Oh,
1: third meeting, <laughs> Bum bow, bow, death. Yeah, <laughs> ba bow, bow, death. Right. So 3rd November isn't necessary. So 3rd November, same thing happens. Like one of them is late and they get the phone call at the yes. restaurant. Which is, which is a fun
0: way to go about it. I never really thought that the restaurant would be that nice and accommodating to just take phone calls for people. I'm sure it happens. I've never experienced it.
1: Mm. The 3rd November, um, Ben was meant to go to New York to see Fallon and he's late and Fallon gets a phone call in the restaurant and Ben tells her that his brother has died. Um, and they basically say, well, okay, this like same time next year, like this year's a bust. But then Fallon gets on a plane and flies to him anyway.
0: Which is, we stand a queen for being there for mm-hmm. your friend, slash, mm-hmm. well, sweet lover, boyfriend, yeah, whatever they are. Not very yeah. exclusive ish, but it's one of those things where, like, you're not entirely exclusive, I don't think. But yes. And this is where, like, Miles and Tate and all that come by because, you know, they're friends of Ian's and it's Ian's brother as well. Yeah. I forget how Kyle yeah. died. Why do I feel like it's a car accident? <laughs>
1: I think it's a car accident. So, but, so basically Fallon's there and she spends the night and they kind of decide that they're in love at this point. Like it's three years or two years that they've been meeting up because the first one's when they met, the second, one, third one. Yes. So it's two years and they're in love and they're like, why wait another two years? Like, we'll just stay. Yeah. But then she realises that like, no, like it's just because like they're in their grief and they're overreacting and she's like oh i can't stay like i'll go i'll come back to my, uh, next year
0: and i think you mentioned in our doc that tate and miles had a cute moment would you like to elaborate
1: i just said it was cute that they were in it
0: oh okay just that's it nothing sorry. nothing sorry <laughs> yeah.
1: i just yeah, good, yeah, okay.
0: sorry. Nah, good. Yeah. but yeah devastating obviously jordan is devastated because she's pregnant and mm. I don't know how, forget how far along she was, but like, it was pretty. Pretty far. Pretty far. Yeah. But not very awesome. Far enough Fallon. to
1: not consider the old A-B-O-R-T. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> that's not an option. No.
0: No, it's not. Never <laughs> is. Um, Consistency. We love it. But now, good on Fallon for yeah being and there for Ben in a strict time.
1: girls having gender neutral names.
0: Yeah, I love it. It's great. I never really noticed it. But yeah. Fallon is a pretty out of pocket name. It's cool, yeah. it's a cool name, but like it gives off very rich party girl vibes. It just reminds me of Jimmy Fallon. It also reminds me of Dynasty. But yeah. yes, now very awesome of Fallon to be there. Um, very yeah. tragic for Ben. But what's a Colleen Hoover bo- book without a bit of tra- tragedy? A, yeah. Or a death, yeah. or a family death.
1: Yeah, I feel like one at least one person dies in every book. <laughs> Probably. It's true. It's a good track record at the moment. Yeah. (laughs) Okie dokie. It ends with us. Ugly love. This one. You don't even want to know how many people die in Verity. Oh no. It's more than two. Oh no.
0: (laughs) Oh, we'll get there when we get there. Alrighty. Fourth meetup. Ben and Jordan
1: are together. No. Yes. But wait. Do not just reveal it in that manner. Oh, so okay. fourth meetup, Fallon comes to La La Land, meet up at restaurant. Ben has brought Jordan's kid. His nephew. Fair enough. He's helping his nephew. Um, And they're just talking. And then he says, we keep the monitor on in our bedroom. Yeah. We. Fallon is devastated. Ben is with Jordan. Also, that's fucked. But- <laughs> All right. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Um, no, I can sort of understand it in, like, a grief, like, it's a trauma response. Mm. Like, they're, like, the only way that we can fix this is by, like, showering love.
0: Yes. And kind of, in a way, try and heal together.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, And, they like, have... I think that's what he says in the end. Like, it's, like, it was because, like, we were, like, in grief and we were in the same house. Like, it yeah. just made sense. Like, it would be
0: really, kind of, really rude and inconsiderate of him to just, like, abandon her. To, mm. to, for his own type of grief but like yeah just because his brother together. wasn't there and plus he probably feels bad that the kid doesn't have like a father figure either mm. but yeah honestly when he brought his nephew to the restaurant I'm like oh I know what's gonna happen I kind of called yeah it.
1: same I was like oh and like he had like the nappy bag and stuff yeah full father Ben But like wouldn't that be It'll mm. be kind of confusing to your and kid. Just your the, father is your yeah, uncle. And just the way he was like interacting with him as well.
0: The true Funkle. <laughs> yeah, the way he was interacting. Yeah, it was pretty cute, though. But what are they yeah. now? They'd be 18... He'd be 22, 23 years old. Uh, 22 yeah. years old at that point. Twenty-two. Pretty mature for a 22-year-old, which is really cool. But yeah, we, we knew. We've been new. And of course, Alan is upset. And they have a bit of yeah. an
1: argument, I think,
0: and because she
1: says as well she's nope she doesn't say at this point never mind yeah hang on let me
0: have a quick squiz oh yeah i think it's just fallon is just upset and then she just kind of leaves at one point
1: yeah because she's in love with him
0: yeah and she walked away from him last year and like you know it's one of those things where they're missing each other at certain times, like yeah, Fallon wasn't ready last year, so Ben takes this opportunity to move on, and suddenly he's in a good place, and now suddenly she's ready, but he's obviously
1: taken. But also, taken. like, you're obviously both, you were ready, both ready last year, and then she's like, oh, wait, no. It's like, like, I would still wait at least one more year. Yeah. And then on this one, be like, well, it's been a year. Oh, like, I'm not um, drowning in grief. Like, obviously he's still dealing with it, but he's like, it's not my whole life now. Like, let's revisit. Mm.
0: And obviously Ben's all, like, thinks that um, Fallon hates him, which isn't the case. You know, it was part of the deal. Like, they live their lives. They date other people. Fall in love with her dead brother's wives. Oof. Yeah. And in the end, we see what happens. It was just one of the sentences. And, yeah. yeah. Oof. Yeah, so she is pissed. But, I swear, yeah, it's one of those things where they miss each other, but they're both ready. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's weird. It's annoying. And then now there is doubt as to whether or not they're going to even see each other again on the 5th. No, on the fifth year. Mm. Alright, fifth year, real quick. Unless anything else really happens. I don't think so. But throughout this whole process, obviously, yeah, the the relationship is developing, they're talking, they're obviously falling in love with each other and stuffing it up at the same time. Fifth Mm. year, Fallon. It's her turn to find a boyfriend-ish. Yeah. They're at a club. Yeah. Ben is there, and he poses as like a bloody student for a survey completely fools
1: the guy yeah (laughs) because because Fallon's friends called him yeah or they told him that they were there yeah and they're like you need to come and win Fallon back
0: and which he does so and the other guy is a little bit annoyed about it but oh well stiff shit Mm. but like the whole that whole sequence of like just because he's being condescending towards the guy because the guy obviously doesn't know Fallon that well but to be fair, neither does Ben. Like, they've known each other for several hours in total. Um, yeah. <laughs> but just to be that arrogant and condescending towards the guy, it was very off-putting for me. Like, I get it, you want to charm and win your girl back, but like, did you really have to make a public the other guy like an absolute fool? I don't think he was even yeah. a bad guy, he just seems like one of those aloof people that doesn't
1: pay attention that much, but like... Yeah, he, I think he was just like a snobby college guy.
0: Yeah, like, he it's not like he was mean to her, if I recall, and yeah, so... Obviously, yeah, Ben Ben wins her back. Everything is all good until, I forget, what triggers this entire thing. Oh, wait, no, yes. I know what triggers they it. They go to the beach. Yeah, it's cute. Do they do anything important at the beach? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm glad you're remembering these details. I'm struggling.
1: I'm sorry. I think they have, like, a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. But I know oh, it, uh, it's been so long. I've read so many books since yeah, then. Yeah, it's okay. I know at some point, I think um, someone lets... They tell each other that
0: they love each other. But it obviously goes downhill. Um, yes. Someone, think, tells Fallon that Ben hasn't no. been writing.
1: No. You're okay. wrong.
0: <laughs> I want to get to the part where I can yell at him
1: and I can okay, actually crucify him. No, no, him. it's this part. So, um... They have sex, I think, whatever. Anyway. Hooray. Um, Hooray. Well done. Um, And they're in bed and he goes to make breakfast or whatever. And oh, she is right. in his closet looking for a shirt. And then on the top shelf next to a shoebox is a thick stack of pages. It looks like a manuscript because he's been writing a book this whole time. Yes. And he said that like he's writing it about Fallon because he's writing like the ultimate like romance love yeah, story. Yeah, ro- so about the relationship. Finds... Yeah. So she yeah she finds November 9 by Benton James Kessler
0: mm-hmm. as per their arrangement he is writing yes. a book yes and she starts to read some of it obviously she reads like the first page which reveals that he started the fire and this is the part where we think all right is ben lying just to like start the drama for his book or is it actually true bit of a mind fuckery happening there and then she goes off yeah, at him yeah so
1: yeah wait what
0: <laughs> so she reads the first couple of pages of the manuscript, yes, which yes, reveals yes. like Ben started the fire, but this is the part, as an audience, you don't know if it's true or not.
1: And yeah, then obviously right.
0: Fallon is upset, because yeah, she doesn't because she's know. she's
1: like, don't tell me, I'm your fucking plot twist.
0: Well, surprise, surprise, lady, <laughs> you are. Lady, <laughs> you are. <laughs> uh, but yes, and then she, yeah, they have an argument and obviously she storms off or whatever. But yeah, I think Ben also to says year. to her, please read all of it in its entirety.
1: Yeah. Um, it took four years for me to fall in love with him. It only took four pages to stop.
0: Yeah, oof. Honestly. And then it
1: skips to the sixth sixth November. So it's now been another year.
0: The plot twists upon plot twists truly begin.
1: Yeah, let us begin with the plot twist.
0: Since you're very good at articulating and setting the scene, Kenzie, I'm gonna let you set the scene on the first plot twist of your choice.
1: My ass is numb. Plot twist um, of your choice. <laughs> Please leave that in
0: there. <laughs> I will.
1: Okay. Um, it's hard to talk about just one because they're all interconnected. So I'll just start. <laughs> I know. Okay. No, no, no. I'll go like from the end backwards so that like. Okay. To make more sense. So there was three. Yeah. I'd say so. Okay.
0: Oh, one of them, I wouldn't... Oh, actually, yeah, it would be a plot twist. Anyway, it's gone.
1: Plot twist number one. Fallon's father and Ben's mother were having an affair. Actually, I think it was more Fallon's father having the affair because I think Ben's mum was single.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. I'd agree with that.
1: Okay. Plot twist two. Trigger warning. Self-harm. Unaliving. Skip the next 30 seconds if this is an issue for you. All right, so plot twist two. Ben's mum unalives herself with a boomstick in the head, and Ben is the one to find her. I just realizes another plot twist. So then, that leads. So Ben's the one who finds her, and so then he figures out that like he like looks through like her emails or something or like her texts, and realizes that like it's Fallon's father, like Donovan, whatever their last name is, and so then he goes to. Donovan's. So this is years ago. This is when they were like 16. This is yeah, 16. Yeah, so Ben then goes to Donovan's house and sets a fire and doesn't realize that there's someone inside who is Fallon, so he is ultimately the reason, yeah, that Fallon is burned. It over. was meant
0: to just be his car because he wanted yeah. Fallon's dad to kind of prove that he loved his mum because, like, he would have found out at some point, and because he's not reacting in the way Ben anticipated, he thought, oh, he doesn't love her, screw him, I'm gonna seek some sort of revenge. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So, initially, yeah, the car was meant to be lit on fire, and obviously, it spreads to the rest of the house, therefore Fallon gets hurt. Yeah. And that's all the Um, plot
1: twists. No, 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 there's one more. Okay. So, but it's actually not. So, again, Ben assumes that the reason that his mum has unalived herself is because, yeah, that like Donovan doesn't love her or something or whatever. Anyway, however, like I think one of his brothers, like Kyle or whatever, by this point, like there's police and stuff, they're like. And, like, Ben says, like, oh, it's because of this guy, like, blah, blah. blah. And they're like, you obviously didn't find the note and you didn't read her unaliving note. And so then he reads it and it is revealed that she had ovarian cancer and, like, she was going to die in a matter of months anyway. So let's break this down. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What do you want to talk about first? (laughs) Um, The unaliving. Okay. It
0: morally messed me up. Like, I don't know what to think about it.
1: Yeah, so I've always, like, been in this mindset that, like, yeah, like, if something like that was to happen to me, like, cancer, and they're like, you have six months, I'd be like, okay, like, bye-bye time, like, and I would do it myself rather than let my body fail me. However, I don't think I would do it as violently as kapowing my brains out.
0: Yeah, no, look, yeah, I agree. Maybe Colin Hoover has not heard of voluntary euthanasia.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well she doesn't like voluntarily killing things. <laughs> That's very fair. She is
0: it's a a texan. It's a, it's a, I was gonna say it's a Texan in her. Um <laughs> she's real pro life. But she isn't. Um I think she is.
1: <laughs> but yeah. In that sense. Like yeah. Babies, yes. Fetuses, yes. Adults, sure. no.
0: I feel like, cause the way the mother described it in the letter, it's like I didn't want you to bear the burden of, you know, yeah, um, becoming broke through treatments and yeah. like watch her whittle away. I get that.
1: And like, why aren't you having this conversation with your kids? Like, hey, like I'm diagnosed with this. I am going to die. Like this is how wishes. we feel. And then also go for a nice drive in the woods and then kapowee there. Like, don't do it in your house where your teenage son then has to come in and find your brains on the wall.
0: Yeah, look, yeah, there are better ways to go about it. Or, like, there are probably yeah. a lot more peaceful ways to go about it too. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not very familiar with any ways of
1: Take going. Take a bunch of, like, Tylenol and just go bye bye Go sleepies.
0: Sure. But yeah, like yeah, the whole situation morally was like, yeah, because he's traumatized because he found you, but now he's also traumatized because he would have been a little bit traumatized, you know, having to take care of you, and that's that's the also thing. Also, now he's
1: like triple traumatized because he found out, like through the news or whatever, that he's burned Fallon,
0: and it was the whole oh, I don't want Ian to l- your big brother to look after you. Well, he's gonna have to look after him anyway. Yeah. But anyway, yeah,
1: morally, but then so messed up. yeah, essentially, and then he says like. I think what it, well, it's revealed that he like didn't think he'd ever see her, but then like she she just happens to be in the restaurant that day. I
0: think so. With yeah. her dad,
1: and he overhears the conversation, and he's like, "I need to save you because." Yeah, we'll we'll get to
0: that in a second. Yeah, yeah. I think Kyle was like, "You are to never go approach her or anything like that," and then. Yeah. yeah, he j- just just happens to brings her home as his
1: girlfriend.
0: Yeah, and then he gets smacked for it, Will, yeah. Will Smith style. Bang! <laughs> oh God, <laughs> bringing in the memes early. <laughs> but yeah, all right, let's talk about Ben's indiscretion. This pissed me off. He starts the fire. Goddamn. It really uh, discredits Ben's intentions from the beginning of Ooh. the book. Yeah,
1: because
0: it's fun. yeah, it gives off savior complex vibes I don't know if yeah. there's something else but where it's like oh the person hurts you then you know heals you I don't know if that's kind of like a, a thing like if that yeah. has like a term but Probably. I really I did not like that because it just seemed a little bit disingenuous
1: because then yeah like has this whole and because he he's wanting to be an author this whole time he's like oh I'm looking for my perfect story and then like meeting her kind of like propels that idea and it's like well has all this just been for your own gain
0: yeah, very selfish.
1: Like added bonus that you have fallen in love, but
0: and the fact that she also just forgives him essentially. Because let's think about this: this all happened when they were sixteen, and then they meet when yeah. they're eighteen. Two years yeah. in between. That's not a lot of time for like grief mm. and to get over something traumatic. as that I wouldn't imagine. Yeah. So it just yeah, and it she's really had, discredits. Like,
1: ruined her life. She was like quite popular. There's a few times like throughout where, like, people recognise her, like, oh, you used to be on this show or whatever. Like, yeah. she was quite, like, I imagine the equivalent of, like, a Disney star, like, teen actor.
0: Yeah. Like, she sure. was quite
1: famous, and then she couldn't work anymore. So, like, you ruined her life, buddy. Yeah,
0: and then try to salvage it and savour it, give her homework to go out with guys and all that stuff. It's just, yeah, again, yeah, it discredits his initial intentions, and I don't like it. Um Yeah, I don't like the fact that she forgives him, but she forgives
1: him, whatever. Yeah, I've written down... Do we forgive everything because of love? No. Like I don't love think is so. not. Yeah, love is not the be all and all.
0: No. They, if they had, I think I've said this to you before. If they had somehow met by happenstance when they were both kind of twenty three, twenty
1: four,
0: like yeah. I would see it. But because like I would, I wouldn't have minded a bit of forgiveness because they probably would have been mature enough to talk about it. Yeah. But um, and then yeah, Fallon would have had a chance, had a chance at a fair judgment. But um. Yeah, happening when they're eighteen, two years after this whole thing happened. Uh, yeah, not not good for me.
1: So her mum. So she only read like the first four pages of the manuscript, and then her mum found it and yes. read it all. And then she's like, "Oh, you have to read it, like, because like it's a yeah, like love this... story to you." Oh, I hated this. And it's like this is probably very traumatic for her to have to read about how. He ruined her life. He
0: committed arson. It's right there yeah. in the pages. Yeah, look, I hated the whole guilt-tripping like, oh, if you just read the full manuscript, oh, poor Ben, blah You'll blah blah. How but, much he
1: loves you.
0: But like he's the one who took your confidence away and Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it just really annoyed me that yeah, pressuring Fallon into reading the manuscript just because oh, poor Ben, he did it out of grief, but like uh, Grief can make you do stupid things, I think, but not to that extent. I don't think committing arson is a full extent. Like, you can let out your emotions in more healthier ways, like therapy.
1: Or like trying to find the unaliving note. (laughs)
0: Perhaps. (laughs) Or maybe even telling Fallon from the (laughs) get-go.
1: Yeah.
0: Or at least, yeah, being like, hi, I caused your fire. And then she can have her fair judgment at forgiveness or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, do you think, is, is it a matter of... I know suffering is not a contest, but because of the whole Ben, woe is me, my mother committed suicide, yeah, do you. Yeah, I don't think you could justify it.
1: There's like no way. Yeah, you should Fallon should have. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, Fallon sh- should have also. Will Smith slapped him, rocked him to the core. <laughs> it seems a, a bit self righteous as well. Because, like, he's not the only. I understand he found her, but, like, Kyle lost his mother too. Ian lost his mother yeah. too. Like, yeah. they didn't. Like, they didn't do something impulsive like that.
1: But I guess because, like, he was 16, like, he was young.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, that's Like, his true. brain isn't fully
1: developed. And he did think it had something to do with Donovan, which... Yeah, but again, like, I feel like even, like, uh, a 16-year-old, like, would just go and punch him. Or yeah. something? Yeah. Like, would yeah. be like,
0: I'm going to set a fire. Yeah, you'd just punch the guy, and the guy would be like, who the hell are you, kid? <laughs> it's like... And that's another thing. Like, wouldn't his mum have told Donovan about how she has children? Or would that just be on the hush-hush, depending how new that relationship was?
1: Yeah. I mean, also because, like, it was an affair. Oh, yeah. So, but still...
0: Or oh, affair on, yeah, Donovan's end. Yeah. But, yeah, oof. Does that mean... It left me with the question... Because Donovan said he cheated on Felon's mum with Fallon's mum's best friend. Does that mean Ben's mum was Felon's mum's best friend?
1: No, because surely they would have known each other.
0: And no, Oh yeah, I remember this was two years ago.
1: But like in that yeah. moment.
0: I know they would have known each other, but like, this, this what messed me up. Otherwise, I why mean, maybe would you... they
1: wouldn't have known each other because, no, surely. I don't know. That's the question <sighs> I've been thinking about yeah. as well. But
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't forgive Ben. Like, I would not give that kid a chance. I'd be like, you're weird. You ruined my life. Fuck off. Yeah. And she also kind of forgives her father for his mistreatment and judgments and everything, which again, I don't he, I don't think that's they don't, they don't they don't deserve it either. Dad, fuck off. So intense moral qualms. On to the next book at some point, I guess. The next Colleen Hoover book will be
1: just as brutal, I'm sure. It'll be worse. Very like, I'm fucked up from it.
0: <laughs> Alrighty. Is there anything else we want to talk about real quick? I feel like we've gotten everything out. Mm-hmm. A little bit on the unprepared side, but that's alright. It's
1: a pretty simple book. It's just book. been so long. It's a good read. Yeah, it's just because it's been so long. I think for Crescent City, I'm getting out the whiteboard. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but yeah, a good book for twist after twist after twist. I like. Yeah, if you like twists and being kept on your toes, it's a good one. It's a quick read. It's an easy read.
0: Yeah, I Stand read. Standalone modern day.
1: romance. We love these. As per yes, our podcast description. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Sprinkled in with some fantasy. And, like,
1: is he morally (laughs) grey?
0: I think he's just bad, evil. I think he's evil. Such a saviour complex. Oh, it pisses me off. Sometimes I just can't articulate how I want to describe him, but I do not like him. Enjoyed the book, (laughs) do not like the outcome. Yeah, kept you on your toes. It was great with anticipation. And again, I loved the whole. It was like a self aware novel. Like, because they talk about novel tropes and then they perpetuate them. And it's just mm. it's just f- fun little perspective about it. Like, I like that. Nice little touch. But yeah, don't agree with the ending, but whatever. We live and we move on. Alrighty. I, unless there's anything else to say, I, I guess that's it. Yeah. Alright, that's it from us. Thanks for listening. Um, Hope you we, enjoyed it. Yeah. As we mentioned, we will be talking about Verity by Colleen Hoover at some point. But I believe the yeah. next book we will be recording and I'll read <laughs> is All Your Perks. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. I hated that one. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I hated it. I mean, if you want, we can go straight to Verity. I can get started on Verity.
1: Just read Verity, and then we can do both of them. Okay. All, All right, so Verity I, yeah.
0: and All Your Perfects are on its way, guys. Yeah. Be prepared. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Keep an ear out for the next podcast episode, which would be All Your Perfects, or Verity, depending which one we want to release first. Yeah. By, both by Colleen Hoover, so... You'll know it's a Colleen Hoover. And (laughs) and yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Before we actually go again, take three, I guess. Don't forget to check out our social media, Instagram, Letterboxd, underscore book, underscore club, and obviously on Spotify, Letterboxd Book Club. Um, yeah. See you again. Bye.